0: Are you ready to discover all of Orlando? You're listening to the Life in Orlando podcast, where locals can be tourists and tourists can be locals. Here are your hosts, Ron and Angie Howell.
1: Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in today. This is Angie and Ron with Life in Orlando, and we are so excited that you are here with us. Hey everybody, it's
0: great to be back with you here from sunny Orlando.
1: It has been a little while since we have been on air. It has been quite a crazy year. right? There's been so much going on, uh, so much going on in real estate, so much going on in travel. We bought a new house ourselves, so we have just been busy with that and getting the studio set up, but we are back, we are ready, and we're so excited to bring you all of the news and happenings of everything that's been going on in Orlando lately. There's quite a bit. Yeah, there's a lot to
0: talk about, a lot of different things since the last time we've been on air, so I say we uh, hop into it. and. Let everybody know what's going on here in the city Beautiful.
1: Let's just start with uh Universal Studios. Universal- hasn't had a lot of announcements lately but one that was just recently announced in the past couple of weeks is the news and details of the new minion land now when shrek closed down and when some of that area closed down we were under the impression that this was just going to be a new attraction the uh, villain con minion blast as it was announced but as we have since found out it's going to be a whole new little area.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. The Minions are
0: fun. I love these little guys. They crack me up. Well. <laughs> they do.
1: They are. They're really cute. And this is going to be really fun. So essentially, when you walk into Universal Studios, you're going to be greeted with all of the minions from Despicable Me and this new minion land. You're going to have the original uh, Despicable Me minion mayhem ride on the left. And then on the right, you're going to have the new villain con minion blast, which is kind of described as a family friendly, interactive blaster game experience.
0: Yeah, it'll be cool. It'll be a lot of fun.
1: What I suspect with this is that you're going to be on kind of this motion based pathway, almost in a car where you're going to go around and you're probably going to have screens in front of you with a blaster and you're going to be shooting things. I
0: think it'll probably be similar to like a Buzz Lightyear almost, maybe.
1: be cooler than Buzz Lightyear. I
0: hope so. Well with it being more interactive and like you're saying screens, maybe it will be a little different.
1: it's my prediction. It'll be cool. I think that it will be. But that's not all. Um in addition to the new attraction, there's going to be a lot of new food offerings. There's going to be a minions cafe. Some of those menu items have been released and they look very interesting, but some of them look look yummy. Yeah. There's a bakery which um, there's photos of this which look really cute. It's a big pink building with a cupcake on top. There is a popcorn stand called Pop Banana. They've given examples of like banana popcorn. Um I don't know about that. Exactly what
0: I think of for popcorn. Maybe caramel doesn't have popcorn.
1: I don't know what's
0: monster popcorn. Ooh, Ooh, yeah. man.
1: It's also going to be a Freeze Ray Pops, which is a sickle stand. So you're going to have all of those new food offerings now. um, This is going to be in the area where Shrek and the Monster Cafe was. For those of you who don't know, the Monster's Cafe has closed. is completely gone. I know for a lot of people that Monster's Cafe was a staple and a stop for Halloween Horror Nights. But sorry, it's gone. It's been replaced with Despicable Me. But on top of all of these food offerings, there's also going to be a... Um, A theater where there's going to be character meet and greets from Despicable Me, but also the movie Sing, which I love.
0: That's a cute movie. That's awesome.
1: So that will be great to have those new characters there. And then, of course, there's going to be a store because they're always always going to have (laughs) an opportunity for you to spend money and buy merchandise. Buy that merch so this is going to open summer 2023 which technically is now but there's already signage up a lot is already up we have not received any information on invites for yeah, no pass
0: holder stuff
1: yet which we typically receive before the ride opens to the public so hopefully that will come soon and uh hopefully this new minion land and all of these attractions and food will be open very soon
0: yeah speaking of summer Summer in two years from now, we're looking at Big Universe, which is going to be super cool. It has been confirmed um, that they are looking for summer of 2025 for opening it up. And it has also officially been announced that Nintendo, Super Nintendo Land is going to be there.
1: The biggest secret, not secret.
0: Right. <laughs> I feel like
1: everyone already knew this was coming, but then Universal still made a big announcement about...
0: <laughs> Got to drum up the media.
1: Yeah. But you um, actually, you were staying down at the Rosen... Shingle Creek. Of, yeah, the Rosen Shingle Creek. A couple of weeks ago for the...
0: EXP um, shareholder event, yeah.
1: And you had an awesome view of Epic Universe construction right from your room.
0: Yeah, it was actually really cool. You could see you know, where they're building everything out and kind of getting everything going. You can see some starts of some different buildings that are going up as well as you can even see some like roller coaster activity going on there. It looked like. Um, so, yeah, it was cool. It looks like it's coming along. So it's going to be gonna be cool. It's right there in the heart of that whole area.
1: It is. It's about 15 minutes away from the main parks, though. So I think that's something that people should keep in mind. But right,
0: it'll be hard to consider, I guess, in regards to where you want to stay and that transportation between the parks as to what you're doing when.
1: Right. So uh, we'll release and announce information as we receive it. I have a feeling that um, Universal is going to start trickling this out and we're going to be hearing a lot more over the next two years. But every time we hear something new, it's always really exciting. This is Absolutely. Be simple.
0: Yep, for sure. Definitely. One of the other really cool things to kind of think about here for all of Florida is line. our rental that's going to be running from here down to Miami, and then hopefully potentially over to the Tampa Bay area as well. But tickets are now on sale for rides that are going to be starting in September. So that's super exciting. We've been watching this kind of be and come to fruition for the past several years, and uh, it's going to be awesome. It looks really, really cool.
1: It is. Because we live uh, really close to the airport where the Bright Lane Terminal is, we've kind of have been watching all of this and it, it, it goes really close to our house. So the train goes really close to our house. Um, tickets are on sale for rides starting on September one. There's going to be sixteen daily round trips with hourly departures between Miami and Orlando. The regular service will stop at all of the Brightline stations, however, so right. you have West Palm Beach, Boca Raton, Fort Lauderdale, Aventura, and then finally Miami. The entire trip is going to take about three and a half hours.
0: Yeah, so it's not a huge difference from the drive time, depending on traffic, of course, but. You can sit back, relax, watch a movie, read a book, chill. not deal with I-95, so that's a win.
1: Absolutely, yeah. I mean, we can be in Miami in about three and a half hours, four hours, which one fit from where we- Two and a half half the way I drive. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Scary.
0: i well, by myself, that is.
1: But the but the reality is this is going to be perfect for people visiting if you don't have a car.
0: Absolutely. Um, it's
1: just going this is really going to be amazing. Um I did read that there's also going to be non-stop trains that run between Orlando to Miami with a trip time of around three hours. I haven't seen those listed on the website yet. So hopefully this Yeah, are- I haven't
0: seen that either, but that'll be a great addition to the RML and run as well. Yes, trains yeah, for these
1: are starting at Seventy. 70 $29 each way for adults and 39 for kids. There's a 25% discount for groups of four. There's also a first class, which they're calling premium fares, uh, which is kind of more of a whole first class experience. Those are $149 each way. So they can get a bit pricey.
0: Yeah, a little pricier than I'd like them to be, but let's see how that plays out, how it goes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Again, I just feel like if I'm here on vacation and I want to go spend a couple of days in Miami, or if we're going down for a cruise, think about how much (laughs) we spend for parking or a cruise. If you park at the port of Miami, you're looking at $25 a day for a seven day cruise. That really adds up. And then Mm -hmm. you're dealing with the frustration of traffic and driving down there.
0: Or if you're in Orlando and your favorite team is playing either the Miami Dolphins, the Miami Marlins, or the Miami Heat, for instance, you Mm -hmm. can go down and catch a game. I'm um, down there and not have to worry about renting a car to drive down there or find another route. It's, it's going to be great. It's going to be great.
1: I really think that it is. Yeah, the prices are a little more than what we were hoping for, but I definitely think that we'll use it. We'll hope that a lot of people who are visiting and a lot of people who are living here will take advantage and, and use it as well. So that hopefully we can eventually, um, you know, they can eventually get the approvals for it to go other areas.
0: Right. Exactly.
1: All right, SeaWorld, they have just opened a brand new roller coaster. SeaWorld's really cranking out the roller coaster. They really are,
0: and this coaster looks crazy. looks cool.
1: It looks crazy. Scary, but cool. This is called this a, a First Official Surf Coaster. Yes. It is called the Pipeline. Fitting. Yes. <laughs> um, it's hard to explain this, but basically, you don't fully see. Sit in this coaster. You're kind of um, almost like you are in a seat, but you are kind of. It's almost like
0: you're harnessed in standing up.
1: Kind of. It kind That's what of it is. It seems
0: like. It kind of it's, it's like you said, it's really hard to describe, but you, your legs are touching the bottom, it looks like. And the, the coaster kind of, the, the base of the coaster, it looks like as it goes across the track, actually comes up and down, raises and lowers a little bit, like you're surfing on a wave. Um, To really give you that true feel. So it's a really unique experience, I think.
1: Yes, it goes 60 miles per hour. It launches 110 feet up. Uh, we had the opportunity to write this during a password preview, and we didn't. I'm regretting it. I mean, we're roller coaster chickens. I'm not going to lie. I am.
0: That's what I'm saying.
1: I regret not writing it. I think I'm going to write it. I really do think I'm going to write it. It looks really cool.
0: No, I'm sure I'll ride it. I'm just saying I'm a chicken. I'll write it.
1: Well, it's officially open now to the general public. So those who love roller coasters, this one is extremely unique. So go check it out and go ride at the SeaWorld.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. To the next theme park, Disney, Saan. You know. Saan <laughs> has uh, opened at the beginning of April, and it's amazing. It's, it's a great ride. Um, I would probably put it in my top five of Orlando rides for sure. Um, it is currently on a virtual queue. So, just know that you'll have to get into that virtual queue if you're going to be visiting the parks and you want to um, ride Tron while you're here. But Definitely worth it. Super cool. Definitely check it out.
1: So, you would put Tron in your top five?
0: I would. I would. Of
1: all Orlando rides. Not just Disney rides. Correct. Of all Orlando rides. Even I believe so, yeah. Even Universal Studio rides. I believe so. That's interesting. Is it? <laughs> It is. I don't know if I would put it. I would put it in my top five of Disney rides. I don't know if I would put it in top five of all
0: Orlando coasters. Hmm. The ones that written ridden anyway. I think so.
1: It is a great ride. It opened at the beginning of April uh, on that virtual queue and it's at Magic Kingdom. So if you're heading to Disney, uh, make sure you're familiar with that virtual queue system and how it works because that's. Um. Really, the way that you're going to be able to ride in it right now. So you need to be very familiar with that. But it's definitely worth riding. It is. It is a really cool coaster.
0: The virtual queue. If you've been to. Hollywood Studios is the same thing as Rise and Resistance. So if you've done that experience, it will be very similar to that.
1: Yeah, it's the same virtual queue that Disney's been using for the past few years, starting with Rise, then moving on. I think it had Ratatouille. Currently, Guardians of the Galaxy at Epcot is under the virtual queue as well. So there's two experiences under the virtual queue right now uh, at Disney. So, um, this year, which was very, very um, well-received, is that Happily Ever After, the yes. nighttime show has returned to Magic Kingdom. The 50th anniversary celebration um, has officially ended. The 100th anniversary um, Disney? The full Disney in general, right? Thank you. Well, I was in California at Disneyland in January, and the 100th anniversary was there. So, this is the 100th anniversary of Disney. Yes. The 50th was 100th. Of the, 50th, the Magic Kingdom. It was the 50th of Walt Disney World.
0: Oh, Walt Disney World, yes. Yeah.
1: So, it was the 50th of Walt Disney World. The 100th is the 100th anniversary of Disney overall. Yes. Right?
0: Yeah, including all of their animation. Everything, drama, right? And, right?
1: So, I feel like that they're just starting some of the 100th celebrations. I think these are going to really ramp up at um, Epcot mostly in the fall. Um, and speaking of Epcot, Harmonious is gone. That was the fiftieth anniversary sh- nighttime show, and they're actually starting to dismantle some of the contraptions that are in the middle of the lake. Right. So those that view back again. Yeah. So those aren't going to be there. There is going to be a new nighttime show that is going to be launched in the fall. Um, a lot of we have we don't have a lot of details on that yet, but temporarily, Epcot Forever is there running until that new nighttime show starts in the fall.
0: We have some new characters um, out about, which is really cool, with uh, Moana, Encanto, um, favorite coming. Oh, so there's some cool stuff there, too, that you don't see um, very often with some new characters. So that's great.
1: Yeah, Moana's currently there, and then the others are going to be coming um, summer to fall. Okay, gotcha. Yep. Whenever that is. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. One of the big announcements over the past couple of weeks that a lot of people have been waiting on is that the uh, dining plan is coming back after being on a hiatus since COVID. That is returning uh, for reservations starting January 9th, 2024. So I have to tell you that the 2024 reservations um, went on sale uh, just a few days ago on May 31st and the Disney side pretty much broke. Crash. I'm not kidding. Reservate, they were put on a halt, um, and you had to get on a queue and wait for a long time to book reservations, to book resort reservations for 2024 because they just opened up and the new dining came out. So
0: people love their dining packages.
1: It's in demand. Cool. Um, it's in demand. Also, something else was that was announced was that the um, park reservations are no longer going to be needed for date-based tickets, um, but that's not starting until January 9th as well. So if you're going to be visiting Disney um, between now and basically the rest of this year until through January 8th, you're still going to need to make that park reservation. But after that, uh, park reservations are not going to be required for date-based tickets. They are required, however, still for pass holders.
0: Yeah, yes. (laughs) Yeah, yes. So if you
1: have a pass holder, but speaking of pass holders, finally. Finally, right? Annual passes are back on sale, so you can now buy annual passes.
0: Yes, it's a huge, huge. Yeah. I mean, so many people were waiting for that since they moved away. So, I mean, heck, your brother was able to finally get one again.
1: Yeah, my brother moved um, from Orlando a few years ago. He had an annual pass. He moved to Houston with plans to move back to Orlando. He didn't renew his annual pass once he was there because he thought, "Oh, I'll just get it when I move back." Well, he's been back for a year, and he was just finally able to get his annual pass again. Right.
0: Why is he excited?
1: He's excited. <laughs> I feel bad for people who moved here for Disney. Like a lot of your clients. A lot do. of my
0: clients moved here for Disney and were not able to get Disney annual passes until now. So now a lot of them are very happy.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's good. It's it's great. I mean, the, the parks are going to be a little more crowded, but oh well.
0: <laughs> so there is some maybe negative news, you'd call it almost, or down down news for some for the star wars fans and us the uh we announced that the Starline cruiser the star cruiser is officially closing so that's kind of disheartening and hate to hear that um for all of the star wars fans out there but um you know they gave it a run they tried to make it work but it just didn't really seem to uh to plan out unfortunately so the star cruiser is officially announcing it's closing
1: it is closing and it's closing in September Um, for a short period of time. Uh, reservations were halted. They just opened back up this week and they sold out,
0: which is crazy. So <laughs> as
1: of right now, if you do not have a Star Cruiser reservation, unless there are cancellations between now and September, you will not. Get them to get them, you yeah. You will not get on the Star Cruiser. No. I mean, honestly, the the experience looks amazing. If you're a Star Wars true diehard fan, it looks amazing. This was that full two-day immersive experience. But two people for almost five thousand dollars it's tough to swallow. For two days, it's tough. Yeah, it is. It's tough to swallow. I mean, it's I can I mean I can kind of understand why why the price was that price because these were very talented cast members that we're right. working. This was-
0: it's high quality, very well done, but it's still it's still a high high price.
1: It really is. So it's unfortunate because there was a lot of money that <laughs> to build. Yeah. And a lot of hype
0: around it, too. A lot of excitement.
1: I feel like it wasn't marketed enough. I feel like that may be, you know, one of the reasons why it failed.
0: Well, the rule in real estate is price fixes everything. And I think the price killed this,
1: unfortunately. Well, maybe. Maybe you're right.
0: Um, another thing that I think is really cool if you're a sports game is that that um, we are looking, well, there's been a proposal anyway um, for a baseball stadium. The um, co-founder of the Orlando Magic a couple of years ago brought up the idea of trying to lure a MLB, a major league baseball team, here to the Orlando area. And that's kind of starting to pick up a little bit more steam again. And they've actually put together a proposal for... A new stadium. It's a proposal of 1.7 billion and it would be a 45,000, 45,000 seat home stadium here. And, um, it'd be located in the heart of the tourist district. It's a uh, proposed site is actually right there on 528 or what we call the B line and I drive intersection really close to Sea World and Aquatica there. So if we could get that to happen and we can bring a new team here, that would be amazing for an expansion team here or. If the Bay Rays want to relocate, we'd welcome them here as well.
1: We would definitely welcome them here. Absolutely. And sports fans, this would be absolutely amazing. I think it's a little far-fetched right now. However, um, the stadium proposal, there have been renderings out there, and it's super impressive. Oh, it, it looks amazing. It's not just a stadium. It's a full entertainment complex. Oh. However, I really hate that this awesome news and proposal has been overshadowed by the working name <laughs> of this baseball team. I feel like... Well, oh, we
0: can't be the Orlando Rays, unfortunately, so...
1: I feel like people are more concerned about um, about the name than anything else at all. I feel like that's been at the forefront of everything. So the proposed name, if you have not heard, is the Orlando Dreamers, ah. which is terrible. Everyone thinks it's terrible. I I did read that this is only a working name. And right. that this is not the confirmed name. I sure. don't think it's the confirmed name in any way. I think it would change. It's just gotten terrible, terrible. I have not, out of thousands of people and comments that I've read that said the name is terrible, the name sucks. I've never seen one that said that's a great name. Sure. So I can't imagine it stays. I think it's just. A
0: I think name. they're just dreaming about bringing a team here. And so they're the Orlando Dreamers right now. Right. And that's probably it. It would be a great uh, asset for us here. And it would fit right in with the Orlando Magic, the Orlando City Lions soccer team, and the Orlando Pride female soccer team. We've got plenty of sports already, and we've got room to grow for more. I say bring them in. Bring uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars down here, too. Let's have all the sports here. I'm down. Let's do it.
1: You're really dreaming now. I am a
0: sports junkie, so I support it. Talking about sports also, um, Orlando Magic are finally officially looking at breaking ground on their uh, sports and entertainment district, which is going to be really cool. Right there next to Amway, it looks like it's going to be an amazing complex with entertainment, dining, hotel, and condos from my understanding. So um, it looks like it's going to be a really, really, really cool and impressive project once they get it going.
1: It started ages ago. And finally, they are supposed to be breaking ground this summer. So once we actually start seeing things happening, dirt moved in the area by Amway, I think that we will um, fully believe that this major entertainment complex is going to happen.
0: Yeah. Let's, let's see. I hope it does. It's going to be really cool if it does.
1: The, the mag- renderings
0: of that look amazing, too.
1: It really does. The Orlando Magic are growing. We have some great, great young talent on the team. I'm excited about the Magic. I'm really excited about them. I really am. Well, um, let's end with iDrive. Gosh, there's a, so much going on on iDrive. We don't have time to go over all of it. That may be, need to be a whole other episode because there's just so much development going on there. But one thing that really stuck out to me was that uh, there was an announcement that this is going to be completed in fall 2023, but there is a new beach club. We use the term beach lately because clearly it's on the beach, but it's called Censo Beach Club. It's a 40,000 square foot entertainment complex. It has two pools, multiple bars, rooftop area.
0: It looks really cool. And it sounds really cool. I'm excited about it.
1: It sounds really cool. It seems to like it's going to be like a Miami style uh, beach club.
0: Yeah. And we have nothing Miami or Vegas, or, uh, Vegas. like resort pool style set up so yeah it's really cool we have nothing like that here
1: we don't we so don't have anything cool. like that i think it's going to be great for locals to visit but also people visiting this is in the prime tourist area on i drive uh, i feel like this is going to be just a really cool um hangout
0: yeah i agree also uh, too
1: looking forward to seeing what it holds there
0: yeah there um, you have it i think
1: yeah there you have it that was a lot that has just come out recently um, with everything that's going on in or- in Orlando. We have some exciting stuff and summer is just getting started. So
0: hey, it kicks off right now.
1: It's kicking off right now. So we're looking forward to everything else that's going to unfold over the summer and over the next few months.
0: Indeed. Absolutely.
1: All right. Well, thanks so much for uh, listening, everyone. If you haven't, check us out, lifeinorlando.com. A lot of this information is up on the website. Uh, if you want to read more or see photos of everything that we were talking about check that out as well
0: yeah absolutely thanks so much for coming in listening to us and uh, i'll see you again soon
1: have a great week everyone Bye -bye. bye